are back. It's Cool Bet Canada's podcast special presentation of the PGA Championship Betting Preview Show. I'm Pat Gregoire, and as always, joined by my friends Jake Bolmas, Andrew Hustler, Patterson, and guys. Believe it or not, another Masters is here. It feels like, or sorry, another Majors here. It feels like we were just talking about the Masters days ago, uh, but it's crept up on us. We're ready to go. It's an awesome field. It's a great course, as you can see. Hustler is standing by at Southern Hills right now. Huss, how you doing, buddy? P. Greggy, JVM, let's get after it. I I'm fired up. You know, you said it feels like the Masters just a couple days ago. I've been waiting for this tournament. I, I kind of, I don't know what it was. The clock, I was expecting it like two weeks ago. Of course, we had the Texans. We had a great event last week. Byron Nelson, shout out K.H. Lee. Yes. God, what a great man he is. Back-to-back -back champ out of nowhere. Um, but I'll tell you what, this tournament is incredible. It's the best field of the year. It is uh, as stacked as you'll see in a, any golf tournament on the planet. And I can tell you guys, I've been only to one major. Uh, it was at this very golf course, 2007, Tiger Woods winning it. This is an absolute beast, and we've heard all week. I've just, I mean, even guys that haven't, haven't played here before, just how impressed they are and this is a course that depending on the wind conditions uh and, and the weather conditions can play very very difficult um or can be in a situation where there's some birdies so i think this is going to be a fascinating four days kicking off tomorrow and uh i cannot wait for it jake before we get to you Huss, you mentioned you've been to southern hills you've been to a major event before but you have a pretty awesome story uh, about John Daly at Southern Hills. So, you? so I'll, I'll keep this brief, but we were there for the Thursday and Friday of the event. And we were staying in a town called Pryor, Oklahoma, about 40 minutes outside. So we went there on Thursday and, you know, like 90% of the course, it seems follows Tiger Woods, especially at that point. So we kind of figured let's get out. Let's, you know, maybe see the rest of the course, get an opportunity to get up close with a ton of the players. And we did that. I think I saw Angel Cabrera put three in the water on a par three and take a 10, if I recall correctly. Regardless, <laughs> we had a great day on the Thursday. We go back to Pryor, and the next day, we were going to really focus on watching Tiger Woods. And Tiger Woods had a, at a PMT time. I think he was teeing off at about one. Well, Thursday, John Daly shocked everyone and was the clubhouse leader. So Daly also had an afternoon tee time, and they were going off about 10 minutes apart from each other on one and 10. So like the entire... Pretty much every single person at the tournament seemed to be in that area. But what was funny was that we were driving in and we threw on whatever the local sports radio station is. And the guys are taking calls about the PGA Championship. And it's like 11, 15, 11, 20 a.m. And this guy calls in and says, hey, I just thought I'd let you know. Uh, last night was out with the boys. We went to the bars. Bars closed. We figured, well, let's go to the casino. And I guess there's a, a Native uh, American casino in and around and he goes, I just got to tell you guys, I played blackjack with John Daly till 4.45 in the morning last night. What a great guy. Not sure how well he's going to do today, but he was a hell of a lot of fun on the blackjack table last night. So uh, JD, even leading a major, did not want to let that get in the way of him having a, uh, some fun and uh, winning a few hands on the blackjack table. But of course... Thursday was about JD. The rest of the weekend was about Tiger Woods. And uh, I know we'll be speaking about Mr. Woods as well as uh, we get into uh, the PGA Championship for 2022. That That is incredible. <laughs> only is, JD. <laughs> only only JD. That is, that is amazing. Oh, my God. Jake, 
I know you're a Tiger guy. Um, Hustler already mentioned it. Maybe not as much hype surrounding Tiger uh, the last time we were on the stream together, him returning to the Masters. But how about this absolute wagon of a group we're treated to on Thursday and Friday? Jordan Speed, Rory McIlroy, and Tiger freaking Woods all in the same group for two days. I know that's got to be your biggest storyline heading to this, isn't it, Jake? Yeah, I mean it has to be. Uh, we get we get to see Tiger again first time since the Masters. Uh, I think we all have him to make the cut. That was very nice, uh, even money there. Uh, and we're getting a pretty good number again this week, uh, minus one eighteen, I think, for Tiger to make the cut. And like you mentioned, Jordan Spieth, who's been in his last two starts near perfect. Uh, I think he's coming off a second last week at the Byron. Uh, he had a playoff win against Cantley two starts ago. Obviously, he missed the cut at the Masters, so. He's going to be looking to make a big impact here at the PGA. And then Rory saw what, we, what he did uh, in his last major on Sunday. What a performance. Obviously, wasn't able to catch Scheffler, but uh, just an incredible, incredible performance by him. And I won't be surprised if all three of the guys are in the mix. Hopefully, Tiger's in the mix. I think that's more of a hard thing. But, yeah, the other two guys I expect to be right up there uh, come the weekend. Hey, one quick thing on that grouping. And and again, I mean, we'll get into this. And I don't spend too much time. I mean, kind of made my bets, most of them earlier in the week before really getting into the weather conditions. But it does seem, depending on who you talk to, there could be a significant advantage for the AM, PM draws as far as the afternoon, morning draws. And of course, the Tiger and the guys go out at uh, 8 in the morning tomorrow and then have a later time on, uh, later tea time on Friday. So certainly, I mean, just if you're talking about the cut uh, to make the cut bets, um, you know, I think there's, uh, you know, a nice little bit of uh, extra information that might help you when it comes to Tiger Woods. Uh, or if you're on the fence of a guy that maybe has an earlier tee time as opposed to the afternoon, if you're looking for uh, maybe something that would be a bit of a deal breaker for you. Well, we know everyone's going to have their eyes locked in those three for the first two days. And Arguably the best golfer on the planet right now. And I was the only dummy last time on our show that didn't bet him. Scotty Scheffler uh, wins the Masters. He's victorious at Augusta and he is red hot. Coming into possibly could win his second straight major. Entering some really good company as only players to do it. He would keep the Grand Slam alive, but we all know how difficult that is. Huss, I know you already have faith in this because as we heard on the lock shop and even heard, you know, months ago, actually, that you were on Scheffler, not only to win the Masters, but you got him to win here. And you probably got a better price than, uh, than a lot of people have. It well, right it's now. funny. We were prepping for this program when we did the Masters and and I was really high on Scheffler. He'd, uh, you know, won me, you know, won a tournament for me at the uh, the Dell match play. And, you know, listen, I mean, he's, I think he's already pretty much locked up player of the year and <laughs> only one major in uh, with his four wins. But I really sort of thought that if he was going to break through, I thought it was most likely going to be at the PGA Championship. Uh, but I also thought he had a chance to win the Masters, jumped on that, and obviously won. But I knew that there was a good chance that, that number that we were getting for Scotty Scheffler at uh, at the PGA was going to drop considerably. So, yeah, I've got a nice 25-1 to 1 on Scheffler for this event, which has pretty much been cut in half. Now, depending on where you look, i got to give Coolbet all the credit. This is part of the reason why, before even working with them and with you guys, I was an avid cool better. Because the golf odds are just so much uh, superior. 
I was just comparing DraftKings Sportsbook to uh, to to CoolBet, and I mean the number. Uh, listen, Scheffler is I think at twelve. He's thirteen at CoolBet. Guys like Cam Smith, eighteen to one at DraftKings, twenty five to one at CoolBet. Um, it certainly is the place to golf. Uh, but yeah, I, I won't be making an extra bet on Chef because I've got a nice twenty-five to one. Sort of put the uh, put the investments into some other guys. Um, but every now and then you get lucky. Sometimes that goes the other way. If a guy has a few sure. bad weeks, you're looking at a forty to one. You're going, "Why the heck I did that?" But when a guy had so much heat going into an event that certainly you knew that he'd be in the mix for it. I mean, his master, his major record, while he hadn't won one indicated that he would be in and around there on Sunday. I figured it was a good uh, good bet to make then, and uh, obviously I've got a much better number right now than uh, is available pretty much anywhere, uh, and we'll see whether he can do it. I mean, it's been a magical season, one of the best we've ever seen at the start, and uh, he also says that this is his favorite course. So uh, do with that what you will. Uh, <laughs> I think there'll be a lot of people jumping on the uh, the favorite in, uh, in Scotty Scheffler, who's right there with John Rahm at the top of the board. Well, you mentioned it, Scheffler, atop of the board, 13 to 1. Rom, not too far behind at 14 to 1. Rory McElroy uh, is sitting in third at 17 to 1. Uh, Justin Thomas, 19 to 1. Jordan Spieth, uh, Cantlay as well. Oh, sorry, Jordan Spieth, 20 to 1. Or, yeah, 20 to 1. Cantlay, Morikawa at 22 to 1. Uh, and then Hideki Matsuyama, last year's. Masters winner at 25 to 1. And a couple other big names there as well. You can go check those out at CoolBet uh, and to see all our outrights. But we talked about it. We know at least one bet is out there with Scheffler. Jake, we're going to start with you this time. Can you give us maybe your one or two best bets when it comes to the outrights? Yeah, and I think a lot of us kind of on the same wavelength here. Uh, we talked about it already. I'm on Jordan Spieth, 20 to 1. Um, two great starts in his last two go rounds. Uh, he was right there last week in the Byron. And, uh, I guess a few weeks ago, uh, he pulled off a nice playoff win over Cantlay. So yeah, I thought I saw his number at 20 to one. Um, obviously not a great, uh, great showing at the masters. I think he missed the cut, but, uh, I like Spieth. I like the way he's played. He had quite the resurgence here in his career. Hasn't won a major since 2017. Um, wouldn't it be great to see him? breakthrough and uh, breakthrough at Southern Hills and win the PGA. I, I think it'd be awesome. He, it's kind of guy you just, I don't know if anyone roots against this guy, Jordan Spieth. I mean, just where he's come from. He, they had him pinned as the next tiger. And then obviously the major fall off there for a few years, but he's back and he's playing well and hopefully he can uh, pull through. So he's my number one. Um, and this is another guy I'm sure we'll get to. I have Patrick Cantlay as well. Just a guy who's been playing great golf. Obviously, I mentioned him in that uh, playoff with Spieth a few weeks back. Um, Yeah, just one of those guys that I think uh, can definitely do it, 22 to 1. Um, Yeah, those are kind of my short odds ones that I I like for outrights. Uh, Who do you have on on your outrights? I think Jake maybe mentioned one of those guys. Yeah, Pat Cantley at 22 to 1. Listen, I I think that Cantley is going to win a major. And and part of the reason this goes back to the conversation we had about Scheffler and looking earlier in the season as to where he might pop and it be the PGA Championship. The PGA has been a tournament where we've often seen a number of first-time winners, guys finally getting over the hump in this environment. And to me, it is a matter of time before Cantley does it. And as you mentioned, I mean, had uh, you know, it has played quite well so far this year. And really, if you go back over the last couple of seasons, it's been one of the most consistent golfers on tour. 
just waiting to maybe sink a couple more putts or have something you know magical happen to get him into the uh, into the winner's circle. So at 22 to 1, I think there's value on Patrick Cantley. I absolutely think that he'll be there contending for it on uh, on Sunday afternoon. So I got in on him. And then of the group that's, you know, sort of 25 and under, um, a guy that we talked a lot about the Masters and was right there at the end is Cameron Smith. Um, speaking of guys that are due to uh, to pop and actually finally win one of the top four tournaments uh, around, um, you know, he won the players. He's right there at the Masters. His major record is right up there with pretty much anybody on tour over the last couple of years. So, uh, and, and I guess the other thing that I think could be an advantage for the Aussies and I'll touch on Mark Leishman a little later on is the fact that it is supposed to be somewhat blustery and quite windy. And on an open course like Southern Hills, the experience playing in windy conditions, which the Aussies have, uh, I think could really be a, uh, be helpful, but I'm um, Cam Smith's done everything, but when a major so far, I think he's very much due to do that. I jumped on him at 25 to one. I'm seeing him at some other books as low as 18 to one. And the same thing with Colin Morikawa. And listen, Morikawa wasn't really one of my initial picks, but I couldn't help but look at the value at 25 to 1 right now at Kubet. That's gone up from, I think, 22 earlier in the week. So a smaller sprinkle. But my my two bigger bets of the group of the uh, of the favorites, if you will, kind of 25 right up to Scheffler, Patrick Cantley at 22, and Cameron Smith at 25, Pat. Now, this isn't great podcasting or good television, whatever you want to call it, because I'm on two of the same bets as you guys. Uh, I love Cam Smith. I think every time we're on this stream, we're waxing poetically about him and his mullet and how we're dying for him to get it done on the big stage. I think he can get it done here. No doubt. I'm also on Jordan Spieth at, at 20 to one and insert the GTA. Ah, shit. Here we go again, <laughs> man, because I'm betting Jordan Spieth at a major after a stelling showing the week before and i know he's been you know he was horrendous at the at the masters and i know jake's already thrown out all the numbers but for me you mentioned it as well Huss. Uh, the greens here are small they're undulated and they're going to be tough pin placements so you need a guy who's going to be great around the greens and a guy who's not afraid to make a ballsy chip or a ballsy approach and that is jordan speed's game i think we can see some speed magic here it's going to be a roller coaster. It's not going to be, you know, uh, you know, from him leading from start to finish. We're going to see ups and downs, but that is the emotional roller coaster that is betting Jordan Spieth. I'm here for it. I'm in. I think it's either going to be he's right there near the finish or he's going to miss the cut. But that's the Jordan Spieth experience. Now, Huss, we'll go back to you now. What's your mid-tier bet? Give us maybe one or two who you think in that next echelon of guys that can win here. Yeah, you know what? I mean, I've got two longer shots and one real bomb. And um, and let's start off with uh, with Sam Burns. I, I was sort of stunned that he was uh, that they were hanging a fifty to one number on him. And he's a guy that might not be a household name to very casual golf fans that have just seen the majors because it's not like he has been a monster in major championships so far. But he won last year. He's got a couple this year so far. And to me, he should be in a category just south of the guys that we mentioned in the 20s and mid-20s uh, numbers. So, I mean, again, it goes back to the PGA. It is a perfect opportunity for guys like Burns to really kind of step up and announce themselves as real contenders amongst the top players in the world. Certainly look at the world rankings, the FedEx Cup standings. He should be far 
in excess of what he's getting right now at 50 to one. So I love that the value on Sam Burns and I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do in these first two days and hopefully put himself into a position to win on the weekend. And then two other guys at numbers. I just couldn't stay away from. You knew I was going to drop a Tony Finau bet in this, in this <laughs> podcast boys. And it's 65 to one. The way Tony's played over the course of the last month, it wasn't a great start to the season for him, uh, but certainly he's picked it up over the last month. I think that, you know, a lot of his training, a lot of his mental focus has been geared towards the major championships now that he got that monkey off his back last year at the Northern Trust. And listen, you got to be able to hit it far in this uh, on this course, 7,500 yards. The length of Tony Fino, I think, is going to be really, really helpful to him. Um, and his iron game seems to be pretty dialed in. So I love Tony Finau in this. I'll probably place him in, you know, a top five, a top 10 bet, which we'll get to later. But at 65 to one, that was a number I couldn't stay away from. And a guy that I mentioned earlier, I mean, this is my longest shot of an outright is Mark Leishman. And Leishman wasn't very good last weekend, but he's an experienced player. He's been to these majors before. He's contended in majors before. And I think he'll be up to the task and maybe take advantage of the conditions to give him a bit of a boost over some of the field, as we mentioned, with what we're expecting weather-wise. At 100 to 1, I love the value on Mark Leishman. So uh, first guy I jumped on was Burns, couldn't stay away from Tony Finau. And at a triple-digit number, Mark Leishman's getting a touch on the card as well. Again, a couple of names sounding familiar on my card. So, Jake, before we get to mine, we'll get to yours. Who's in your mid-tier to long bomb long shots? Yeah, I didn't really have a mid-tier. Uh, I got a more longer longer shot guy. But if I'm looking at the mid-tier just um, right now, I'd love to go Brooks. I, he just really hasn't been himself uh, like we've seen him be back in 2018 and then maybe 2019 when he was on that pretty great run uh, at majors. Uh, then I look at a guy like Will Zalatoris, 35 to 1. Uh, seems to be a big-time performer. I had a T6 at this year's Masters, T8 last year's PGA. Uh, it doesn't always show up at every tournament, but it seems like these big tournaments, he's he's got his name up there in the top 10 area. So I wouldn't mind him at 35 to 1. My long shot that I'm looking at, though, 80 to 1, Cam Young. Um, this guy's second in strokes gained off the tee. Starting to get a couple good starts, two top fives in his last two starts. I don't know. It could be a guy we see in the mix come Sunday. Not really a household name, I'd say, by any means. But I don't know. I kind of have an underlying theme here that we'll, we're going to touch on later. But, yeah, I got uh, the American Cam Young at plus 8,000 at Coolbet. A little bit of a spoiler for some of our exotics coming up a little bit later. If you're watching now, scrolling through the odds, you can find all of those at Coolbet as well. It's not just outrights. It's not just top tens head to head. There's a lot more, especially when it comes uh, to our major events. It's it's the big ones, right? And we will have our boosted odds parlay as well coming up. Um, stay tuned for that. Um, we're, we're going to do a, a make to make the cut parlay. So we've each picked a couple of guys. We put it together. That will be the last thing we talk about. But, uh, some of my longer that one, by the way, that one, by the way, at the masters, time. including Bryson DeChambeau to miss the cut. I think we got, was it eight or nine to one on that number? So, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what we, uh, what we have it. I'm not sure we had any juicy numbers as far as like a Bryson to miss the cut. Obviously, his situation very different with the injury, but uh, let's go two for two on that one, gentlemen. Yes, absolutely. Not as big as last time, but still 
something to get the juices flowing. I like it. Uh, we'll get to that in a bit. I got to finish off my card for my outrights as well. Uh, I'm going with uh, Shane Lowry, 35 to 1. And in his last 20 rounds, he's uh, 2.88 strokes gained per round, I believe. Scotty Scheffler, the best player on the planet, is the only one who has better numbers at that. He came in third in the Masters, third at the RBC the very next week, and then also earlier this year, a second-place finish at the Honda Classic in six-stroke play events in the U.S. this year. He hasn't finished lower than 13th and honestly you can say he has been one of the best golfers on the planet he's won a major before he's a big time player and at 35 to 1 i'm an irishman i had to back the irish lad i am going with shane lowry my big long bomb and this is another guy that i've hitched my wagon to a little a little bit hasn't got me money on outrights yet but always the top 20s, the top 10s. You know he's going to be on my card a little bit later, but it's Taylor Gooch. We've already talked about at nauseum how important short game is going to be at this tournament and at Southern Hills, and he's been great. Uh, he's seventh in stroke gains around the green. He's 21st in stroke gains approached, and he's already got a tour win under his belt this season. And guys, you know I'm an absolute sucker when it comes to storylines at these events. He's Mr. Oklahoma. He's a former Oklahoma State Cowboy. His hometown is just a couple of hours outside Tulsa. I absolutely love this bet. Uh, he's going to be littered throughout my card. And I know he missed the cut last week at the Byron Nelson, but I'm expecting a big bounce back. Ride him, Cowboys. Let's go, Gooch. 125 to 1. Let's ride that one. Yeah, I'm just looking. Speaking of other OSU Cowboys, uh, Ricky Fowler sure could use a win or just a, a strong performance. I think he's 125th on the FedEx Cup. I don't think he's got a tour card for next year. I and mean, who knows, maybe he just goes to the live tour and makes huge money and doesn't have to compete <laughs> against the best. And then uh, Matthew Wolf as well at 125 to 1. If you do want to get a little bit of narrative of guys that would know that course, that area, mm -hmm. I do sort of think that there is a bit of an advantage for the guys, Oklahoma and the Texas guys as well. Scotty yeah. Scheffler mentioned it, Jordan Spieth. I mean, the guys that grew up playing, you know, we often talk about the OU and Texas rivalry in football. Um, it's real in golf as well. They play each other all season long. These guys have been playing these courses and, of course, like Southern Hills many times before. So there will be a little bit of experience for guys that played a little bit of college golf or grew up in that area, I think, for sure. There's no doubt about that. And also Victor Hovland as well. Our guy, believe it or not, he's not on my card. This is the first major. And I think he's I winning for sure. He's 1000% <laughs> winning. And he's a former OSU Cowboy. So I am, that's going to sting so bad when he wins. And the Hovland number at Cool Bet is insane. I saw him at 18 to 1 earlier. It's 27 to 1 right it's now on Cool Bet. So um, listen, if you're. If you're if you're shopping around, make sure to hit uh, hit the site before you do anything. I think you'll you'll know where you should be putting the uh, putting your fin down for your favorite golfer going into the uh, Thursday morning. And I will say, while we're on the topic of OSU, they have the best logo in NCAA golf. It's Pistol <laughs> Pete swinging a club, and it is unbelievable. It is so cool. I've been trying to get a hat with that logo on it for so long. So if someone can send us a link of that, I'm, I will buy it. I don't care what the dollar figure is. I'm going to buy it because it's an absolute sweet logo, but that's enough about OSU. We've, we've talked about them for too long. I know, I know Jake being a, um, an, uh, 
you know, a uh, pig suey fan. I know they're not true rivals. They're not in the SEC, but they're still in the South. They don't like each other. So we'll move on. Let's go to our top 10 bets. And Jake, uh, give us a couple of your, or I don't, do you have a couple? What, what do you like here? Yeah. Yeah, I got a couple. Uh, I got Justin Thomas. Guy's a top 10 machine. Five of his last seven starts, including a T8 at Augusta. He's been in the top 10. So, um, I mean, hard to avoid that. A plus 165 number. Just feel like he's a guy that's always right there. I would love him to break through and and win a major here, but uh, I don't know. We'll see. A top 10, I think that's a good spot for uh, JT. And then I also have Cam Smith. You guys talked ad nauseum about him already. Um, he's taking a little time off for rest, but I think after that Masters kind of fall apart on Sunday, I think he'll bounce back. He'll have a good tournament. I wouldn't be surprised seeing his name in the top 10 by the end of the weekend. Um, I don't know if we're going to get to top fives. I have one of those as well. Uh, Morikawa plus 400. Um, seems like another guy who tends to be in the mix when it comes to major time. He's 10th in strokes gained off the tee and eighth in strokes gained approaching the green. So hopefully he, uh, he can keep the, uh, greens and regulation going and, uh, put together a good couple rounds here at, uh, Southern Hills. So those are my, uh, kind of three in the top five, top 10 area there. Uh, Hus, do you have a top five or a top 10 that you like? I mean, I, I do ask, of course, obviously. I do, I do. And, and, and you know, the, the top tens, I sort of gravitate to guys that I think that can win, yeah. that will be, that have a pretty good chance, because usually the numbers are a little bit lower. I'll start with the top fives, though. Um, and, and it's guys that I've mentioned before. Tony Finau, his top result in every major championship is top five or better. I mean, you, we can give him a hard time on not winning more and having these the opportunities that have slipped through his fingers. But I'll tell you what, I mean, for a 9-1 to one bet, Tony Finau on a course like this to finish in the top five, I thought was amazing value, and that was the first bet that I made when we got out of the outrights. Um, and then Cam Smith is the other guy that I'm putting in at, uh, at a top five. He's at 4-1 to one plus 400. Um, you know, he finished tied for second at the masters. He's got a top, he's got a fourth place finished in the U S open. And ironically, the PGA is the event that he hasn't had much success at his best finishes 25th, but the way he's playing right now is a completely different player. I really do think that he contends and, you know, history will tell us that when he's contending, he's right there on Sunday afternoon. So Tony at nine to one cam Smith at four to one for my top fives. And then the top tens, uh, sort of echo the outrights, but Scotty Scheffler is at plus 135. Um, I would be shocked if he wasn't in the top 10, to be perfectly honest, that, the way he's that, playing right now. That seems uh, like free money. <laughs> it, it, you know what? It, it does. Uh, and, and then the other guy is Cantley. And listen, Cantley, I think there's a much better chance that, you know, maybe he doesn't have a first good couple of days and, you know, we're not really talking about him. Uh, but as I said, I mean, he's a guy that I think that has a very good chance of winning the event. Um, and a two to one for a top 10, I think there's some value there and I'll be backing him there. Although the investment really is on, you know, hitting it out of the park with the, uh, uh, with, with the, uh, with the 22 to one. So Scheffler plus 135 and Cantley plus 200, a little more conservative top tens. Uh, I'm really going to go for it with Tony nine to one and Cam Smith four to one in the top five category. 
top five, top 10, Tony, man, it's automatic. And I, I love it. And Hey, you got the value there. Take it. Why not? Absolutely. 100%. Uh, I'll probably be joining you at this point now. Um, I, I'm surprised I haven't already, to be quite honest. Uh, I already mentioned one of my bets um, with the top 20 with Taylor Gooch. Um, and then I'll get to one of my other top 10 bets a little bit later because it kind of ties in um, with one of my exotics. But uh, my two other top 10s, uh, we talked about him a little bit, Rory, uh, Rory McIlroy, um, a top 10 at plus 165. And historically, we know since he's won uh, this tournament back in 2014, he has not been great. Uh, his last time he finished within the top 10 was back in 2019, where in typical Rory fashion, it was a, a Sunday where he backdoored his way into the top 10. He almost missed the cut. Um, but he has certainly started to find his game. He just hasn't been able to put a full round together. Again, the themes, the storylines, they continue, um, as we've already talked about it at length. Uh, short game is going to be huge. And since January 1st, uh, Rory is ranked number one in stroke gained around the green. He's third in stroke gained off the tee. And overall stroke, uh, stroke, uh, scoring uh, strokes gained, He's in fifth. So uh, obviously he clearly, um, when he puts it together, he's on. When he's not on his game, we know how quickly it can fall apart for Rory. But with that being said, he can quickly tie things together. And that's why we've seen so many times at these tournaments, if he starts slow, he may be out of it to win the tournament, but we always see him slowly climb and find his way into that top 10 leaderboard. It's a Sunday out of nowhere earlier in the day. You're like, wait, Rory's in the top 10 again? How did this happen? Well, backdoor Rory, that's what he does. Time in and time out. Would it shock me if he wins this thing and, and completes the career Grand Slam? Absolutely not. I didn't love his number. I love Rory. Uh, so I wanted to get a little bit of action on him. So I went with the top 10 at plus 165. My other bet, Max Homa, top 10. Uh, and top 20, actually. Top 10, he's plus 500. And top 20, uh, plus 210. In 14 events this season, uh, he's made the top three, uh, sorry, top 10 three times, including two victories, uh, one of them coming last month. And uh, he finished just out of the top 10 at the Players' Championship, which was a very, very uh, difficult um, field. And he's finished... Uh, you know, in top 20 in half of his starts this season. Of course, the thing that does concern me, he has not been very good at major events. His best finish at a major event is T40, but he's been playing the best golf of his life. He's been absolutely dialed. Every time it seems like we're saying, oh, he's playing the best golf of his life. A couple months later, he's playing. It's just he continues to get better and better. He's playing with confidence. And I absolutely love it. He's an awesome guy. He's a great follow. Um, and I'm addicted to betting him. So I'm going at top 10 and top 20. Yeah, just quickly yeah, positive, on Rory. Positive vibe for Max. Yeah. There you go. Positive vibes. Uh, yeah, listen, got to love Max. The king of Twitter. Just a great dude. The guy that you want to cheer for. I, I have been off Rory for a couple of years. And I'm fully accepting the fact that one of these days he's going to just reemerge as the Rory that we remember and win the tournament. Um, you know, we've kind of gone through our reasons for picking other guys. You can't pick everyone, but listen, if we see Rory McIlroy and Rory, I don't know if you heard his press conferences earlier this week, but you know, he was lamenting, you know, his start at Augusta. I mean, you know, he was, he finished second by three strokes 
on the first day, he was three over on 10 and 11 in the first round. Mm-hmm. I mean, you par those holes, you play a little more conservatively and get out with any damage. Pars are okay. And, um, you know, I think he's learning some lessons the hard way over the last little bit. So um, I'm not on Rory, but um, if you cash that ticket or we're talking about Rory Mackerel going head to head with one of these other stars on Sunday afternoon at Southern Hills, I won't be surprised in the least. All right. Anything else for top 20s or anything else on the board? Are we ready to go roll into our... I got two top 20s. I got two top 20s. Uh, One of them I mentioned already, Mark Leishman. I got a bit of a bomb on him at 100 to 1, but I do like him at 4 to 1 for top 20. Uh, Leishman's a consistently top player that can contend in pretty much any venue. But as we mentioned, you know, what we expect the weather to be and how these players are going to need to control the wind... Uh, I think that might separate a guy like Leishman from much of the rest of the crowd. And even if he doesn't win, uh, I think it'll give him a good chance to go top 20. And the same number and the same sort of reason is on Gary Woodland. Gary Woodland at four to one for top 20, I think is great value. And Gary's quietly had a really awesome, awesome year. Listen, he did miss the cut at the Masters and he missed the cut at Wells Fargo in his last event. But other than that, he was top two. He was 24th in Mexico. He was eighth at the Valero. He was fifth at the Arnold Palmer, and he was fifth at the Honda. So he has contended. He has played well. And if you think back to his U.S. Open win, I believe it was at Pebble. I mean, that was all about the win. This is a guy from Wichita, Kansas, grew up playing in the middle of these wide open fields like we have here in the prairies. I think he's perfectly, uh, his game and, and what he does well is perfectly fit to sort of handle and survive Southern Hills. And depending on what this weather does, I think it could be a war of attrition. Guys like Gary Woodland fit very well into that. I'll have a nice chunk on a four to one Gary Woodland top 20 along with Mark Leishman. Love it. Absolutely love it. Uh, What else do we love is our exotics and our head to head and Huss. I know you have a pretty big card when it comes to that. So before we get to you, Jake, uh, any exotics or any other plays that you that you like? Yeah, I had a couple of top 20s as well, a little shorter than Huss's. Um, I had Xander. He's had four top 20s in his last six starts. When he misses the cut, it's no good. But when he does make the cut, he's in the top 20. Uh, third, a 13th, a missed cut, a 12th, a missed cut, and a fifth in his last six starts. So, I mean, if he makes the cut, I'm going to feel a lot better about uh, that bet, obviously. Uh, and then Zalatoris, I talked about it a little earlier. Um, I don't think I have to say too much about him. He's just the type of guy that I see up on the leaderboard uh, at a few recent majors, and I wouldn't be surprised if he's up there again. So I got him at plus 145 for a top 20. Um, I know we're going to get into the make the cut stuff, and we got that one uh, that I know we both like. So I'll uh, I'll let you kind of lead us into uh, what we got here for exotics. All right, Huss, you're up. All right, so we've got some interesting group bets um, if you go to CoolBet, and essentially it's groups of five, and you're essentially playing a little mini tournament within four, within you know those five players. Um, I'm taking two, and I'm going to go with the guy that Jake just mentioned, Xander Shoffley, for group C. Uh, it's Hideki and Xander at plus 275, Lowry at plus 375, Zalatoris plus 415, and Neiman at plus thir- 435. I've been a big Zalatoris guy. He disappointed me last week. I thought that might be a breakout for him. Did not play very well. Don't even think he made the weekend. So I sort of backed off a little bit on him. We'll see if that costs me. To me, it came down to the top three 
and I really do think that Xander is going to uh, show why he is one of the most well-rounded players in the game. I like Xander to win Group C at plus 275. And then we've also got Group D here. Um, Matty Fitzpatrick, Matt Homa, Daniel Berger, Corey Connors, and Tony Fino. Fino's the longest number in the group at plus 375. So considering I'm banging on him for the top five and got an outright on him, we're back in big time with Tony Finau, and we're going to take him at plus 375. Now, two other, actually three other of the events, you know, you do have the top American, top European. I always love, and I don't know why I bet a lot and focus a lot on the Asian golfers, but I do feel I've always got a bit of a feel for the top Asian category in these events. And, uh, Oh, listen, I'm going straight to the guy at the top of the board, and it's Hideki Matsuyama at my at plus 165. Um, Sung J M's not in this tournament, and I think Sung J M would clearly be the guy that would be the uh, the biggest threat to Hideki at this event. Um, you know, you have to go all the way to Siwoo Kim at five to one, and KH Lee, of course, who won last week at seven to one. Um, not even familiar with many of the other guys, so. I think with the distance that you need, the all-around game at Southern Hills, I think Hideki is the class of this group. And speaking of free money bets, you can get Hideki at minus 143 to be the top Japanese golfer in the event. Um, you know, you got Kenyana at six to one, Hashino six to one, Kinoshito. I mean, I don't even know who these other guys are. So Hideki Matsuyama <laughs> at minus 143. If you want to maybe have a nice safe one to make up for another uh, few more aggressive wagers elsewhere. Um, I like Hideki as top Japanese and top Asian. And the final one, and I know there is a special, you can maybe speak to it uh, for the Canadians. Yeah. I'm actually going to go to the long shot here. Mac Hughes at plus Ooh. 325 to win. I like Mac Hughes's length. I like his consistency so far. He's played well as of late. And he now has the experience playing in these big fields against these top players and Listen, I'm a huge Corey Connors fan, uh, but I think that, you know, Mac off the tee, I think that's really going to help him in this event more than it might others that really focus on the great ball strikers, which probably Corey Connors and Adam Hadwin would have the knack on him here. But, you know, at the number of plus 325, I'm jumping on Mac for top Canadian as well. So uh, I got a little Hideki on the top Asian and top Japanese and We'll see what's up with the Canadians. I, uh, I'm looking for a big weekend for Mackenzie Hughes playing into Sunday and uh, taking the top Canuck. Well, it's, fi it's finally here. It finally happened. We're going head to head because I like Corey Connors uh, to be the top Canuck. I know it's chalky, but at minus 128, I love the value. He's top 10 in greens and reg, fifth in stroke gain off the tee, uh, and he's top 20 in tee to green. And He's just been so, so consistent over the last couple of years, but especially since March, uh, he has four top 25 finishes in stroke play events and even had that top three place in the WGC match play. We know how good he plays at Augusta. Like if you want to talk about majors, like he is really, really becoming a great major player, especially there. Um, but he's been great at this tournament and at the Open as well. Two top 20 finishes last year. I know Adam Hadwin is having a great year. Uh, but he's really starting to cool off with a couple of back-to-pass mix, mix, uh, miss cuts. And agree with you as well. Obviously, Mackenzie Hughes started off really slow, but he's starting to heat up. But but for me, 
I like the best Canadian here in this. There's only three as well. So that's why I thought this was, I thought these odds would have been a little bit lower. Like I thought you would have got them maybe at minus 150, 160, but to get them at minus 128, I absolutely love the bet. And I think Corey Connors is going to be the low Canadian, but I also do have a top 10 bet for him as well. Beautiful. Well, we'll see what happens. That probably pretty much assures that Adam Hadwin's going to run away with the top Canadian with <laughs> yeah. you on one side and me on the other. Jake, you might want to jump on that right now. Yeah, just exactly. That yeah, up. I'm going to take Adam Hadwin. No, I'm just kidding, guys. Uh, I didn't have a ton of exotics, um, but I'm looking just at the list here, and I know Huss covered a ton of them. Uh, top Scandinavian, we talked about him already. Vic Hovland is minus 135. All he's got to beat is Norn, Hogard, and Stenson. I don't mind that number there. Minus 135. Obviously, he is the chalk on the board there, but he's got to beat three guys, and he probably – I mean, he's the biggest household name, I'd say, from that group. Stenson's a little older, and Norn Hogard. We'll see what happens there, but I don't mind that. Uh, Hovland minus 135 is the top Scandinavian. I think Huss covered nearly every other one uh, on the <laughs> list here. ton of group well, winners and Canadians as well. I so. know you do have a bet that, that that I like as well. Maybe you can touch on that one, uh, the winner, where uh, where the winner comes from. Yeah, so I just this one caught my eye. Uh, winning nationality, and I saw U.S. was at minus one forty three. Obviously, the chalk again, but I don't know. I just have a hard time not taking that. Um, just where it is, it's it's not too juicy to the point where it's like uh, not really worth the value. But you got a ton of ton of top Americans. It was kind of my underlying theme of the guys I picked. I think I had one non-American uh, out of all my picks. I mean, we got obviously Rory Rom up there. Um, you have five of the Smith's top seven gonna be up there, but exactly. yeah, it, it, I think it's six straight years. A PGA championship has won one by an American. Um, uh, just based on that alone, uh, I'm pretty happy taking uh, USA minus 143, uh, winning nationality. I think Pat, you'll probably touch on it a bit too. Yeah, and the last time there was someone not from the United States of America to win was Jason Day back in 2015, and Rory won in 2014. Um, but even then, you saw another run of Americans. So this tournament, um, you know, they, they usually pick the the American style uh, of courses, uh, Southern Hills. We talked about it. There's a lot of players that are from the South that are familiar with this course or, or the way the courses are laid out. Um, so I like it too. I don't normally make bets, um, you know, less than 135 when it comes uh, to golf outrights. But this one here, it just really attracted my eye. And, and I'm with you as well. Like Scheffler, Thomas, Spieth, Cantley, Morikawa, Shoffley, DJ, the list goes on. I think you're getting, it's crazy to say because it is at almost 150, but I think you're getting pretty solid value with that bet. What about a hole in one? I mean, yes. you minus have, 104. Right? No, <laughs> minus 122. Will there be a hole in one? That's always a fun bet to go. If you bet the no, you're just sitting there waiting for bad news for basically the, the entire four days. Um, but it is interesting. I mean, sometimes, you know, you'll see, a, you know, a bigger discrepancy between a yes and a no at an event like this. I think the bottom line is normally it wouldn't be uh, as high as it is. But the fact that you have just such an incredible, incredible field of ball strikers. And even with the wind, even on a couple days, I mean, you still have those rounds. Huge advantage for no if it's blowing a big time on mm -hmm. Thursday and Friday. Because by the time you get to the weekend, half the field won't be playing. 
but that's always a, an interesting one if you want to get something just completely off the board to kind of follow over the course of the event. And four to one for a playoff too is an, a, an interesting prop as well. Man, you, I'm my my card's gonna be like four pages long. Now. <laughs> this is not gonna be good. This is not gonna be good. But Hus, you did mention uh, a couple of Canadian specials, so some Canadian content flair. Um, any Canadian to win. So the three names that we already mentioned: Hughes, Connors, Hadwin. Uh, if you think just a guy from north of the border is going to win, you can get that at plus six. Thousand and then another one, uh, one of our partners with Maple Leeds and Luke Gazik. Um, he has a little special here Corey Connors and Adam Hadwin both to make the cut, and that one pays exclusively at Cool Bet Canada at plus 150. So that's a bet that I certainly like. I know I mentioned um, that Hadwin has missed two cuts in a row, but before that, like he has more top five and top 10 finishes than than Corey Connors does um, this year. It's just, he's kind of starting to slow down a little bit. So I like that bet a lot. And then I guess uh, before we get to our cool bet Canada podcast special, let's get into the cuts and then we can get into our, to make the cut parlay. So Jake, I know you've got a couple to make the cuts and I know you've got one that's going to make me and Haas very happy. Yeah. Well, I'm just going to keep playing this guy to miss the cut until he doesn't miss the cut again. Uh, Bryson DeChambeau That's at even money to miss the cut. Uh, I don't know. I, I, this guy, he hasn't proven he can make a cut in recent starts. I don't know if he's healthy. Um, it's just up in the air with this guy. He hasn't played a lot of golf, hasn't played since the Masters where he did miss the cut. Won us that. I think we actually got that uh, 11 to 1, Huss. 11 to 1. You are. You're right. It was huge. Yeah. And it that was, was the biggest it was piece a big of it one. by far. Yeah. Yeah. It was a big one. So, uh, yeah, I'm just going to take him on his own, uh, plus, uh, even money to miss the cut here. Uh, I got some make the cuts that we'll talk about, I think in our, uh, our little combined bet, but you mentioned it to me earlier, like off the show, Pat tiger at minus one eighteen to make, I mean, it's tiger, right? Like how are you not going to bet him to at least make the cut? We want to see him there playing on Saturday and Sunday. So, Minus 118, I think that's pretty solid value. I think he's got to be healthier than he was at the Masters. He says he is. Um, and, I don't know, hopefully experience on its own can get him get him to the weekend. So, yeah, Tiger minus 118, I like that. I like that play as well. Yeah, and but, the walk at Southern Hills is not – I mean, you know, from anyone that's been to Augusta, I mean, the walk and what that takes out of an average normal healthy guy, never mind someone coming off on a reconstructed leg, very different than what they'll be – handling in Oklahoma right now. So I think that does bode well for Tiger. Um, I'm with you on Brayson. I actually had not gone that far down and seen him there, but now that you're putting a plus sign for him to miss the cut, I mean, he just had hand surgery. He's yeah. been tweeting out pictures of his hand. He said he's basically been barely able to grip a club. I, I was expecting that would be a much, much chalkier number on the miss thing going forward and again it's our favorite bet to make and cheer for or against in this case um just a couple guys that i had i mean the two guys that i had for top 20s um gary woodland and mark leishman are both minus 154 to make the cut i do like those numbers um abe answer is another guy that i think will probably be playing the weekend although i didn't put him in any of my top ones i'm not sure whether he truly contends um but as far as picking off a guy to miss uh, the only guy I'd like to cash more than Bryson DeChambeau 
would be Patrick Reed at plus <laughs> 115, but he's too good. I think he does make the cut, so I'm yeah. going to stay away from him. I certainly won't be betting on Reed. Uh, I'll just be cheering against him and hopefully be kicking myself for not betting that plus 115 for him to miss the cut if he does. I had no cuts um, on my original card. I've added Bryson to miss the cut. Mark that down as an official play. And I'm going to add Tiger Woods to make the cut because to me, he's playing with Spieth and he's playing with Rory. There is no way that competitor is going to allow himself not to play well beside those two guys with all the crowd surround. Like he is not going to allow, he will crawl his way through the entire course before he allows that to happen. So, and we talked about this off air, Jake, like, to win, to finish top 20, like I don't know how much his body and his leg can last, but give me two solid days of golf to make that cut. And if he falls off a cliff and really does not play as well, I'm okay with that. But at this point in his career, uh, if you're cheering against Tiger Woods, you've got a big dump in your pants. So <laughs> I'm going to take him to make the cut. I, I don't have the cojones to to bet anything more than that. But that's a fun bet. If he misses, he misses. But just that fiery competitor that we know in Tiger, um, he's not going to allow that to happen with those two guys uh, beside him. So let's get into our Cool Bet Canada podcast special to make the cut parlay. Last time it was what, 11 to 1? 11 to 1. Yep. Easy Big one. Easy money. Um this time, hold on. It wasn't easy, buddy. I think, I think Mac Hughes ended up making Mac Hughes ended up making a uh, birdie out of the bunker, out of the fairway bunker on eighteen to just squeeze in. It was dead. Uh, there was no. It was way. dead. Gosh. It was dead. There Quickly, was no way. guys. I've got to tell you this. I mean, we were following this along, and I saw it, and I was so pissed off because he missed the putt. He missed about a six footer on seventeen to go one above the cut line. And I'm like, I can't believe him. We were sweating this out for a couple hours on the Friday. And I was I was putting off going out to meet some buddies. And I'm like, he put it in the in the bunker. And I'm like, oh, I cannot believe that this is how it ended. And I left and I was getting out of the elevator into my car. And Jake, Jake texts, Are you kidding me? Like the whole yeah. thing. I'm like, yeah. wait, wait, what? And that shot, that shot that he made, in addition to making all of us, all of us some money, uh, as well as anyone that jumped on with us at Coolbat, was the most clutch shot. I mean, he literally put it to five or six feet in a, from a fairway bunker um, at on the 18th hole at Augusta National, and then after just missing a putt, made the one that he really needed. So. Uh, Listen, I'm feeling even better. You reminded me more good vibes for Mac and that plus 325 yes, for Top no. Canadian. Oh, I'm shaking yep. my boots now. <laughs> no, my boots now. There's nothing more electric, uh, sweat-inducing, degenerate move than having your phone out and just following the PGA Live app. And because obviously Hughes was not getting any TV coverage. So we had to follow him that way. And you're refreshing and you're seeing spraying the ball in a bunker. And we're like, it's over, it's done. And then you see the shot and you can't believe it. And then the replay comes up on the TV and you can believe it. There's just nothing better. Well, that's exactly what I did when I got that text from you guys. Luckily, as much as I, I, I don't like a lot of things about the masters starting the bloody TV coverage at two o'clock. I, 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 
they've made up all for it by making the greatest app in the history yes. of the internet. Yeah. That app for the Masters is so far beyond almost anything else in sports when it comes to on demand with the amount. And I know that they'll be doing similar things for the PGA, but they have set the bar so high. Um, and, you know, and hopefully just from a viewer standpoint, we continue to see improvements for these other events. Of course, each one is run by a different group. This is PGA of America. It's mm -hmm. the RNA for the open championship. It's the USGA. I mean, it's not just one you know, body. It's not the PGA tour that does all of these things. Right. So it is different. I'm looking forward to seeing what the PGA has, but uh, there's nothing better than that master's app, man. It would be great if we could get that sort of coverage and service for golf fans and betters week in and week out on tour. Hashtag grow the game. That's what they're looking to do. And we're looking to grow the game and grow people's pockets, fill it up with money with our, to make the cup parlay. So here's who we've got. Corey Connors, Tony Finau, Tommy Fleetwood, who we haven't talked about yet uh, uh, too much, Max Homa, and Billy Horschel. All to make the cut. Put that together exclusively at Cool Bet. You're getting it at plus 625. Boys, how do you feel about that one? Haas, you go first. I, I love it. I mean, because obviously, I mean, we know where I'm at on, on Tony Finau. Um, I'm a big, big Max Homa guy, and I think he's playing very well. I mean, I think he makes the cut, and we're talking about him on the weekend. And I'll just mention this on Tommy Fleetwood. I mean, Fleetwood historically has been very good in majors. He's contended against the best in the world. And going back to what we think might be challenging win conditions, um, as a guy that you know grew up in England playing in those sort of things, I mean, that almost plays into his hands. So uh, those are the three guys. Obviously, we talked about Corey Connors, and we haven't talked about Billy Ho, but Billy Ho's a player that, um, you know, is as consistent as most on the PGA Tour, I would imagine, could certainly hit it far, has the game that should work at Southern Hills. So I certainly don't have the heebie-jeebies about seeing Billy Ho on the parlay. My two picks were, were Connors and Homa, and I know you liked Homa as well. I love Fleetwood, so that was I was going to agree with that. Um, and then Connors, obviously, I mentioned. Uh, but, Jake, your pick was Horschel. I was kind of surprised off the hop, but then you made a pretty darn good case for it. Yeah, I just some things that stand out to you. Um, obviously, we were looking at make cut parlays, and you and I talked a little bit about Brooks, and I just I'm just not sure with him. And then I saw Horschel, second longest consecutive cuts made streak on tour, 17 in a row now. Um, I mean, that's as consistent as you get. So. Uh, he was a guy I kind of fought for over Brooks, and I think I think it's a good. I mean, on its own, minus two thirty three is pretty crazy considering that uh, consecutive cuts made streak. But I don't know, like like Huss said, it's a consistent guy and someone I fought for to make this parlay. Hopefully, he's not the one that screws us. That's all <laughs> I hope for because hey. I did push a little harder, and I'm sitting there as a as a messaging pad about it. I'm like, no, no, I want Horschel. I want Horschel. And then, then now I'm thinking like, oh God, he's going to be the one that ends hey, up. Hey, you know what? I love, I love the thinking. I mean, Hey, he was second at Bay Hill. Um, mm -hmm. You know, he's made all the cuts this year. And even, even when he was hurt at the players, he still made the cut and withdrew during the third round when things got bad for him. So um, uh, listen, you don't need to, con you need to convince us, Billy Ho, you're welcome on the squad. All yeah. you do is make cuts. That's all we need from you this weekend. Yep, get on the Cool Bet Canada podcast wagon. Uh, you can get that at the specials tab, the Cool Bet parlays. You'll find it there. You'll also find any of the other 
uh, partner parlays that we do have at Coolbet. And of course, we mentioned the two other specials for the PGA Championship. Huss, uh, I know you got to run. Uh, Winnipeg Sports Talk uh, coming up here. No Jets going on, obviously. Didn't make the playoffs, but uh, what are you guys talking about this week? Um, Barry Trotz, 24-7, <laughs> boys. Uh, we're, we're offering him. Uh, we're getting all of our sponsors. We've got a new garage door ready for him. We've got <laughs> water services for Barry. Um, us and a lot of people pretty excited about that. He uh, interviewed with the Winnipeg Jets yesterday. He is he is the choice, not only because he's one of the best coaches in NHL history, He's also a Manitoban, understands yeah. this market, has always come back, uh, you know, does, you know, speaking engagements and clinics here. So it would just be a marriage too good to be true. And all the stench of the season that the Jets just had and the erosion of some of the confidence of the fan base would change in a second if they get that done. But obviously there'll be a number of other players in on Barry Trot. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, CFL and CFLPA need to figure it out. Yeah. Jake Thomas is a spokesperson for the PA is going to come and join us. We're out of Tesh from the athletic. And uh, we'll also talk a little more PGA. One of my uh, oldest friends and a guy I love talking with golf as much as any Jeff Feinberg is going to jump on the program. So uh, we have a very packed show beginning love at it. one o'clock central. If you haven't checked it out before, just go on to YouTube, type in Winnipeg sports talk, join us in uh, about half an hour from now. And um, be a regular. Hit that red subscribe button and then join us just like you should. Hit the red subscribe button on the Cool Bet Canada YouTube page and all of their social channels. Of course. And do the same for the lock shop as well. We had a Monday edition, so you can go back. Huss gave out some of his picks. Uh, Dustin also gave out some of his picks as well. And I think he's in Toronto right now trying to make sure that we, we get a CFL season. Yeah, yeah sure, exactly. But... <laughs> he's intervening. He's intervening right now, Dusty. Although he, of course, has been... Oh, Pat Steinberg's popping on my old pal from 960 awesome. in Calgary, too, to get ready for the Battle of Alberta tonight. Yep. It's killing Dusty not to be there right now, but uh, he'll just miss the one game and he'll be back. I I'm actually thinking about maybe making an impromptu trip out there for the long weekend. Oh, I mean, weather's going to be garbage around here. Even if we don't go to the game, just the atmosphere in both Calgary and Edmonton and everywhere in between for this series is going to be... Well, nothing like we've seen in Jake's life, to be perfectly honest with you, <laughs> speaking of long-time things. So it's going to be a hell of a lot of fun. 31 years in the making, the Battle of Alberta. So we'll get to all of that. But uh, I'll tell you what, there's going to be uh, some major couch or bar top time watching and following yes. all these selections that we put on the card. And it's been a good couple of weeks. Listen, KH Lee, the minute KH Lee came in at 100 to 1, I knew there was going to be maybe some extra wagers made this week because of where we're yeah. at. And yeah. uh, hopefully it'll come through. But uh, there's nothing I would love more than to be talking about Tony Finau winning a damn major next yes. week at 65 to 1 and everything else we've got in. But uh, uh, could it be Scheffler? Could it be John Rom, the one guy none of us picked? Very possibly. Bottom line is the PGA Championship's unbelievable. It doesn't get the credit maybe of some of the other majors because of the history of it. Probably has the best trophy in the Wanamaker, yeah, and it certainly has the best field. So uh, buckle up. It's going to be great. Get your bets in. Set your lineups before tee off tomorrow morning at Southern Hills in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Well, we know it's going to be a new champion. They're the defending champion. Phil. 
Isn't here. I just think of that. You I didn't even get to it because that would have to be an episode on its own. We can talk about it another time. But some of the greatest who, falls from grace in sports oh history. God. It's uh, it's inconceivable that we're sitting here talking about Tiger Woods, and Phil, the defending champion, is essentially persona non grata in North American golf right now. It's uh, it's sad to be honest with you. And I know Shipnuck's book just came out. Finally, just text me. He was just listening to the first chapter right now on an audio book. So you'll probably start getting a lot of information on that. We actually had Bob Herrick on um, Winnipeg Sports Talk last week, I want to say, or the week before. He's just got a new book out on Tiger and Phil yeah. and the greatest rivalry in golf over the last 25 years or so. Check that out if you are uh, so inclined. Uh, another great read. But uh, we're not going to be talking about Phil as much this week. We'll be missing him, but it's going to be about the guys that are teeing it up tomorrow at Southern Hills. An incredible golf course. A great venue for uh, this 2022 PGA Championship. Well, uh, I'm fired up. Let's let's just tee it off now. I can't wait. Uh, it, all, it all starts... Thursday morning, Southern Hills, great golf course. It was a great time chatting with you guys, getting our picks out. Of course, we will be tweeting out our picks. So if you you missed the show, you, you started live, you can also go back or you can listen it wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. But we'll be giving out our picks as well. And I imagine there's going to be some live bet sprinkles going on as well. So follow us. You see the names on the bottom with the handles there. Give us a follow. Give us a follow on all social media at Coolbit Canada. And of course, as always, you want to hit that subscribe button, whether it's podcast, YouTube, you name it. Follow us, get notification every time we go live or post a show. So for everyone here at Kublai Canada, we want to thank you for tuning in to another betting preview show. Uh, I'm Pat Gregoire. He's Jake Bolamas, and he is Andrew Hustler-Patterson. Thanks for tuning in. Enjoy the golf this weekend. Good luck, everyone.